Hey, Sherpas, this is a quick episode just to follow up on our episode 28, the 60-day mini adventure challenge for families. I'm going to give you a couple of tips of simple adventures that you can do this weekend. In a time where parents have the weight of a thousand decisions on their shoulders and every step is like walking in quicksand, adventure's probably not in your focus. However, research shows families who adventure are more resilient and have significantly healthier minds and bodies. The purpose of this podcast is to help families connect through simple and authentic adventure experiences. Welcome to Ordinary Sherpa, your online community designed to help you connect, reach your summit, and create meaningful adventure experiences with your family. Welcome back to Ordinary Sherpa. I'm your host, Heidi Dusick. And today, this is going to be just a quick episode to walk through some simple things that you can do as a family this weekend to connect through adventure. So I'm going to go ahead and get started with just some easy ones for younger kids. The first one, I think it kind of depends on the weather this weekend. So if it's kind of crappy, one of the things that's cool about adventure is that you're trying something new, different, or maybe a little bit uncomfortable. And I think with a lot of kids, we don't really let them get dirty. So one of the fun things is if it's rainy or there's a chance to get dirty or make mud or something like that, that's always an adventure for little kids. The tactile, but also the visual and the just feel like they're breaking the rules. So I have jump in the puddles if it's rainy or also just make your own mud or allow them to do something where they get dirty, whether they draw on themselves or make a tattoo or something that allows them to get dirty is a really fun way for kids to experience adventure and doing it together as a family where they let you get dirty. I know it's a mess, but have fun with it. The second one I have is really something for younger ages, probably. You can buy those little seed packets. They cost like 25 cents. I don't, maybe 50 cents. I don't know. I always have a bunch of them laying around just because I pick them up at the grocery store, at the dollar store, whatever. If you take that and just plant them in an egg carton, you know, like put them, each seed can go in its own little egg carton. You will need dirt. So if you don't have dirt, you might need dirt, but something simple just to feel like they are starting a new adventure. They can see the growth. I will be honest, mine never live. Like I can't keep flowers alive to save my soul, but it's less about the end product and more about the journey of actually doing the activity together and seeing what happens. One of my more favorite ones as kids get older is simply, and this is just one I do all the time, having a picnic at a new park. The picnic experience for me is more about putting the blanket outside and having something intentional to go. So it might even just be putting a blanket outside and reading on it or putting a blanket outside and having a snack on it. So it doesn't even necessarily have to go anywhere. You don't necessarily have to pack everything up if your weekend's a little bit hectic and it seems like a picnic is too much work, then make it simple. Simply put a blanket out in your yard and have some fun time together sitting on the blanket or reading on the blanket or just having a snack on the blanket. As you get a little bit older, there's a couple things I think that go across all ages. So one of them is the biggest bubble contest. And it was funny because when we put this on our list, I was thinking the bubbles you make with soap and water. And there's we usually just use like Dawn dish soap or something. But someone was interpreted to be a bubble gum blowing contest. And so if your kids are a little bit older, we never get big league chew. For some reason, like that is a treat in our house. We have gum every once in a while. But if your kids are a little bit older, it might be kind of fun to do an actual bubble gum blowing contest to see who can make the biggest bubble. Again, something really simple just to do as a family to get a little bit goofy 
We did not. My next one is we did not actually do Mayday Baskets this year, but that has always been something on our list. And really the purpose of Mayday Baskets is is to surprise someone, right? It's to put together a little fun gift, so to speak. Ours were always just a basket with maybe some candy, a nice note and some flowers in it. Nothing extravagant. So I've repurposed that to say, let's do an unexpected random act of kindness. And maybe this is for a neighbor or maybe this is for grandma and grandpa or someone that you know that might not expect a little gift. So just a thoughtful, it might be drawing a picture, it might be writing a note, but the act of actually going through and doing something nice for someone else is a fun little adventure that a lot of kids really get into. We often get stuck in routines and part of adventure is getting out of the same old, same old routine. And one of the fun things we did as a family in May was we searched the best playground within 50 miles. And we got in the car and we went on a little day trip to that activity. So it's a different type of experience because your kids don't go to that playground. You know, there's new kids and the opportunities and interactions are different. So for us, that was a fun adventure. I recognize 50 miles is quite a waste. So if that's not in your schedule for the weekend, make it 20 miles, make it something that's on your way if you're going somewhere. So again, it's not the end result. It's more about the intentionality around it. All right. Another one my kids really love is simply sleeping out in the family room. Any type of little sleep out. And I will actually add, we always try to make it special. And one of the things on our list this year is I want to try doing, there's these little, you know, and this is extra. So again, this is not the simple part, but I like to every once in a while make things fun that I want to do. And that is a little portable s'mores kit. So if you want to make it really fun, you know, maybe you'll have a special snack or you maybe don't want to do the sleep out, but you could do a fun snack in a different location. For us, one of the things I think about is camping. Like there's something special about having a snack outside with the campfire and maybe the campfire is not ideal, but maybe even just lighting a candle and eating a snack out on the porch or turning on those little tiki torches or maybe you have like porch lights, the little Christmas light things that are around your porch. Something like that kind of adds to the ambiance and makes the experience just a little different. Okay, as I was mentioning, some of these are for a little bit older kids and maybe even teenagers we so <laughs> this has this has some um, mobility wish it with it we try to eat one random meal and we don't do this very often with chopsticks talk about just a funny experience and it's maybe frustrating but it doesn't necessarily have to be asian cuisine either make it something that you always eat make it mac and cheese or something that's kind of fun it turns it into a little challenge another one for older kids And I would say, you know, like starting around five, six, seven, you can start to do these things, but have a back, have a backyard family game. We did a kickball game for my son's fifth birthday and it was so much fun and it doesn't have to be big. You know, our family's a family of five. So you have one person kicking one person on their team. We have ghosts on the bases. So it does not have to be an elaborate game, but maybe like a wiffle ball game or a kickball game, something fun to gather a group game in the backyard. The next one's a little bit elaborate, but I will say my son is really into this right now. My little five-year-old loves American Ninja Warrior, and he's always trying to be super tough and super cool, and we have a playground. So I'm actually going to post on Instagram this week a reel of my five-year-old doing the American Ninja Warrior challenge (laughs) on our playground. And that's just an example of like, if you think of things just a little bit differently, you know, it's just a playground, but he found a way to turn it into something harder. (laughs) So I'm talking about simplifying, he's making it harder, but come up with different ways like an obstacle course or 
something fun that stretches them to think a little bit differently. Maybe you have a playhouse or a sandbox or something that they can do that just looks different or feels different. It's that tactile, it's the sensory interaction, but it's also that mobility. How are they working differently with the tools that they have? This is kind of a fun one is to do a family dance. And I would encourage you to go to YouTube or to Google and find one of the top, I always look for top wedding dances or group dances or something like that, because they'll show you the different dance moves. And it's five minutes just to break up the monotony, to do crazy, crank the crazy music, get together, do a family dance, be ridiculous with your kids. I think part of the joy and adventure and and connecting is allowing yourself, you mom and dad, to do something that your kids don't typically see you doing. So if you're the one that's always cleaning the house or doing the dishes or making dinner, take a five minute pause and do a family breakout, family dance breakout and bust out your moves a little bit. Even if you don't know the group dance, you know, some of our favorites are the cha-cha slide or the macarena or I don't know, my kids really love Greatest Showman. So we usually just throw on Greatest Showman hits and pretend we know how to dance to it. I don't, maybe we'll learn that. That might be aspirational. One of the things I was exposed to a little while ago was if your kids are older and if you are going to be like at a baseball park all weekend long, something to break up the monotony in between games, or if you've got multiple children watching one child playing is download the geocaching app. I was just exposed to this recently by my friend Courtney Wisely. And her mission is to do a geocache in every state. But some of them are super simple or you can get as hard as you want. And it's a fun, it's almost like a scavenger hunt where you're looking for these little clues to try to find something. And often they're like a little magnet or a little, I didn't know what they were and I thought I had to know the compass. But the way it works is it actually uses your phone, like the GPS or the maps on your phone and gives you tips into where you are. And then you kind of have to scroll through and find how to find them. And some of them are really hard and some of them are a lot easier. So if if that feels like it's too much, especially if you've got younger kids, go with something just a little bit easier and just see what you can find. It's kind of a fun little scavenger hunt without you having to plan anything. The last one I think is to be a tourist in your own town. If you've ever been to a big city, they have these like city passes where there's five different attractions and you get them for a lower price. I would encourage you to create your own city pass for your town. If there were five things you could do in, if you were visiting your city, what would it be? And create kind of a mini excursion out of it. It doesn't have to be expensive. Again, you could use things like a brown sign for and reminder that is a local kind of landmark. It could be a historical landmark. It could be a park. It could be an artistic or a museum type experience. So all of those are fun ways and often those are really inexpensive. And then maybe you get a favorite ice cream or maybe you stop and see a cool mural that has been painted in your town. So it can be a lot of really simple things. And I know that is a little bit more time intensive, but it's a different way if you don't have anything planned, maybe Memorial Day coming up, you don't have anything planned. It's a really fun way to explore your city from a different lens and be a tourist in your own town. So those are just some of the simple ways. I wanted to give you some insights into what adventure can look like. When we talk about these mini adventure challenges, these are some of the simple things that are on our adventure list that we come up with as a family each month. And I'm going to teach you how to do that in the 60-day mini adventure challenge. The Everyday Adventure Challenge is designed to really help families connect, to slow down the busy train, to really get intentional these next 60 days, which is pretty much the bulk of summer when things get you know into high gear or when we've got downtime. 
we don't just necessarily default to the phone or to the TV. We really try to get intentional and just add maybe 10 to 15 minutes. These don't all have to be long, day-long adventures. They can be simple little things that we can do in our kitchen or in our own backyard. So hopefully you'll join me. If you are interested in the Everyday Adventure Challenge, you can go to OrdinarySherpa.com backslash challenge to learn more about it and to register. Feel free to hit me up with any DMs on the social media. I'll be posting a couple of different ideas in our Instagram account at Ordinary Sherpa, or you can join the Facebook group, which is at facebook.com backslash groups backslash Ordinary Sherpa. Thanks for joining me, and I hope to see you adventuring.